Gardell, former star of Mike and Molly, lost 150 pounds, and he's showing off that sweet ass. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not posing in National Geographic or Playgirl, but he is out there hitting the red carpets and the TV shows. I would imagine he's probably looking for work at this point. He's, he's trying to get work, and he's going, hey, everybody, look at me. Now I'm a skinny stream being with a sagging face, and I wear glasses. Look at me. I look like James Woods's younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, congratulations, man. 150 fucking pounds, Mike and Molly star, Billy Gardell. He says he's walking around pretty healthy these days. His weight floats between 205 and 210. He tests negative for diabetes now. Did you hear that, folks? Mike Gardell lost so much weight, his diabetes is gone. That's right. He doesn't have to take insulin anymore. His sugar level is great just because he lost that weight. Now, listen, you do not have to do dramatic changes, but you have to make fucking changes, probably several, lots of changes. Now, can I give you some advice? Take it from a guy who weighed well over 300 pounds at one point. I had to lose the weight, and I was working out, and I was dieting, and the weight wasn't coming off. Well, dieting isn't always going to solve the fucking problem if you don't change your lifestyle. You mean take away my recliner and sitting on my ass in front of the TV all day watching my stories and game shows? Fuck yes. That's going to have to go. You need to find a fucking project, couch potato. Get off your ass, get moving. I'm so fucking sore today I can't move because I finished working on the Rose Garden. And just that simple work, the yard work, hauling soil, digging holes, you know, planting stuff. I've got that wheelbarrow working overtime out there. Believe you me, I'm so damn sore, and I hit the elliptical on a regular basis. But I got a different kind of exercise yesterday and day before yesterday, and that's how come I'm dying today. You have to have a lifestyle change. Get active if you're not active. If you're eating nothing but hot box food at the gas station and fast food, quick meals of processed food and all those preservatives, that's got to go. Do you realize that's probably the number one poison next to beer and alcohol that would cause you to gain so much fucking weight and kill your health? Y'all eat that shit on the fly because you're hungry and you don't want to have to cook or do anything extra to satisfy yourself. So you grab that shit, you eat it, and then your body has to fucking deal with it. Look at the shit you're shoving down your throat. Or think about it. You've heard the old story. McDonald's. If you ate there every day, all your meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, you know, within a year, you'd be dead from malnutrition. How true it is, I don't know. I know what pisses me off is when I was dieting and going to McDonald's before I knew better and picking up that Paul Newman salad thinking, hey, I'm eating salad every night. Why am I gaining weight? This is false advertisement. I was supposed to be as skinny and good-looking as Paul Newman, motherfuckers, and look at me. I weigh over 300 pounds, and I'm gaining weight. Oh, well, the ingredients menu on the back of the food box says a lot. There's more calories and preservatives than the McDonald's. I would have been best to come in here every day and had a Big Mac, large order of fries, a Coke, and an apple pie. Are you fucking kidding me? Salad? 
How do you fuck up a salad? Anyway, hey, if you're looking for another reason to hate McDonald's, last time I was at McDonald's, I sat in the drive through window forever. It wasn't because there was clog up at the windows. The backup in traffic was at the order menu. Yeah, the order box. You know why? Because McDonald's now has one code. Yeah, one code ordering. You tap your rewards to claim a reward or deal. Tap extra points to earn. Okay? Order ahead. You can order ahead of time now and provide a pickup code. So now you got to sit there and wait for the Dodge Neon full of fucking zombies to pass the phones back and forth so they can all get their fucking apps and their earning points and saving 20 cents on a hamburger that costs 10 cents. I was so fucking pissed off when I got up to the window and I saw comments, concerns, or compliments. 1-800-727-9150. I said, tell you what, kid, keep the number. Tell your bosses. I said, they can go fuck themselves. (laughs) Anyway, uh... What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike and Molly Star, Billy Gardell, 150-pound weight loss. And it was really the diets are great. You can lose a ton of weight. Exercise helps lose weight and everything. But the truth is the change of lifestyle is the one that makes a complete difference. Folks, I have lost damn near 100 pounds. I didn't do anything crazy. Matter of fact, I don't exercise any more than I already did. I don't really get much more physical activity than I already did. I just quit eating shit a long time ago. And I rarely, and you'll rarely catch me buying shit out of the hot box. I just don't do it. That right there is a good start. Here's another good one. Get some fucking exercise. Now, if you don't want to get out of the house, oh, it's too hot. I don't want to get out. I hate, and I don't have a treadmill. I can't afford to buy a treadmill. Okay, fine. I got you covered. You got a laundry basket, don't you? Fill it up with dirty clothes or whatever the fuck and just start walking from one end of the house to the other through the rooms. Look at you carrying that laundry basket, walking from room to room. You're starting to break a fucking sweat. Hell yeah, you can do it in the nude any way you want to do this shit. You're getting exercise. Go outside, walk around the house. Walk around the block. The other day I bought 200 pounds of water, jug water. And I was carrying 100 pounds of it in the house. But instead of going in the house, I decided to walk all the way down the side of my house to the backyard, past my driveway, turn around, and walk all the way back to the front of the house. Wasn't a real big deal, but my arms, my back, and my legs definitely got a hell of a workout. Walk in the other room and get that crack pipe. Instead of smoking crack off that broken light bulb glass, why don't you try smoking some off that pipe you bought two months ago, but you've been too lazy to go in the next room and get There you go. Go get it. Look at there. You're getting exercise, crackhead. Now, you didn't need to lose any weight. On the contrary, you could gain some. I was just fucking with you. I wanted to see if you'd walk in the other room. Somebody stole your crack, man. I was just a little boy, kindergarten, I think, when I discovered Kolshak, the Night Stalker. Chicago field reporter out there fighting werewolves and Draculas and knights and headless motorcycle riders called Chopper. I love that damn show. Used to scare the crap out of me as a little boy. Well, yesterday, we had a pretty big scare right here in Henrietta yesterday. Holy Lord. 
little kindergarten boy went missing. Somebody wasn't paying attention, and this little boy just hit the road. Yeah, he was, I think, spotted near a gas station. He was spotted throughout the neighborhood. Let me tell you something. The whole damn neighborhood, my neighborhood at least, went to complete, absolute child search lockdown immediate. Everybody went full fucking vigilante looking for this kid. And I have never been more proud of seeing every single living soul hit the front yard. We didn't need to be told by Amber. Facebook put a post out. My wife saw it. And before we could get it, even get out in the front yard, every neighbor was out. Every, I've never seen that many zero-turn radius mowers on the fucking patrol looking for a child. boys driving around their four-wheel drives like Starsky and Hutch through every alleyway and ditch looking for this kid. And of course, yeah, married couples. Fart to fart was there. By the way, my name is Max. I take care of both of them, which ain't easy. Because when they met, it was mad. Ah, shut the fuck up. I'm at Thank You Ernest Borgnine. I'm very pleased to announce that the child was found at home safe. I was just so proud of watching the whole damn neighborhood, the whole town rush to where that child was last seen, which wasn't too far from my house. I was a fucking stoned. Hey, but I was useful. I just happened to be outside spray painting my wife's wind chimes, Okay. I just happened to be out there. I was really high. I found out what was going on. And I told a couple of the good old boys. I told a police officer who stopped. I said, listen, my sister went missing in the mid-80s. If I've learned anything from when we were looking for her, sometimes it's best to keep your ass right where you're at and keep your eyes peeled and keep your eyes open. Kid run right out in front of you or skip between a house or something. So I'll stay right here and keep my eyes. They said, fucking A. So I stayed there stoned, holding on to a can of spray paint. My wife's wind chimes. I never noticed the guy down the street had a mannequin on his back porch sitting in a fucking chair. What the hell's that all about? Hey, man, is that your friend mannequin? Manny? Yeah. Yeah, the only one around here who will listen to your bullshit all day? I guess he could be a dressmaker or a seamstress. Seamster? Is that what you call him? A seamster, probably, right? Who gives a fuck? You're the dead guy in my neighbor's back porch. Maybe it's not a guy. Maybe it really is a mannequin. Maybe he's got other mannequins in the house. I should go look. Not without my gun. You know, see if anybody else is moving around. Maybe he's got mannequins standing in windows and shit. You know, one bending over like it's tying its shoe. Some in missionary style, so it looks like two people are having sex upstairs. Are you home alone? <laughs> Shit. Oh, man, this is great weed. Hold on. Let's take a time out, okay? I guess I should go see, make sure it's actually a mannequin and not like a mummified person. For all I know, that could be goddamn Ed Gein's new digs. Great. 
Can't be good for property values. Ed Gein. What the fuck is he doing here? Is there anybody missing around here lately? I ain't been to Burnett's in a couple of days. Anybody thought about running up to the hardware store, making sure until we get there? Yeah. Don't be selling antifreeze to anybody. Life is difficult. Anyway, I'm glad the child is fine. I'm glad. Listen, don't get upset if you're in on the search. Better safe than sorry. That baby is home. That's the most important thing, and I'm glad to take time out of my day to try to help out where I can. I know everybody's glad to do it. We are Americans. We are Henriettans, and um, yeah, we protect the kids around here. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to blame anybody, though, blame Broadway. That's right. The Knights on Broadway. Take us home, Bee Gees. Broadway today, folks. The child went straight home. He knew exactly what to do, went straight home and waited for an adult. He knew exactly what to do. His mom and dad, if this ever happens, here's what you do. That's why they found him at home, and we're all relieved. Absolutely. Can't say the same for the adults who have a tendency to flip out pretty easy. (laughs) That's why we're going to take a quick break here, okay? I want to get a word in for the sponsor of this show, FireMeds Cannabis. Now, What Russ and Chlorella and the whole family down there are doing are fantastic. If you're in cancer treatment, if you're in pain, arthritis, anything like that, you need to listen to this commercial because FireMeds Cannabis, Stillwell Henrietta, they've got the best on-site made Rick Simpson oil you can get anywhere at the lowest price. Stan the Joke Man Show, brought to you by FireMeds Cannabis. The cleanest smoke you're ever going to find is the one that comes from weed grown in all-natural living soil. And that's what you find at Firemed's Cannabis, Stillwell, Henrietta, America. I love Firemed's Cannabis because I know the farm my weed is coming from. There's no freaking mysteries. And the best part about Firemed's is no matter how good the weed is, $5 a gram. That's right. Not kidding, folks. FireMeds is not only a family farm-to-pipe bud dispensary, but it's also the home of the $5 gram. Don't take my word for it. Go to Leafly.com, L-E-A-F-L-Y.com. Check out FireMeds' entire menu, including the most inexpensive RSO pain-relieving serum made on site. Place your order online. Pull up to the drive through window there in Henrietta, and they'll have your order ready for you. You don't even have to get out of the car. Home with the $5 gram, Firemeds Cannabis, Henrietta Stillwell.
Survivor contestant Keith Nail died at the age of 62. His family is confirmed. Nail's heartbroken son, Wes Nail, told uh, Entertainment Tonight his father died the other day, yesterday afternoon. He'd been battling cancer for the past few months, and we found out about it in January. Keith, who hailed from Louisiana, was contestant two seasons of Survivor in 2015. Tributes, course, poured in following the sad news. I guess other Survivor contestants got along with. The assholes didn't say anything, but, you know, the pricks on Survivor that he, he got along with nicely. I think, I guess they all had something to say. But. First vote, Keith. Keith, two votes, Keith. That's three votes, Keith. Keith, four votes, Keith. Keith, five votes, Keith. Eighth person voted out of Survivor South Pacific. Keith, need to bring me your torch. Keith, the tribe has spoken. Hey, hey, that's not right, Jeff. Stop cutting the shit, asshole. Let's go ahead and take a quick look at the other headlines important to me here at the Stan the Joke Man Show. Two old fucks who shot those um, two innocent kids. Well, they've both been charged. And they're both probably going to spend the rest of their fucking lives in prison. You better believe they deserve it. Absolutely deserve it. If a carload of young women make the mistake of being humans, make a wrong turn, and, well, they have to correct it by turning around in your driveway... That is 100% allowed by law, fuckface. You got it? 100% allowed by law. They are in the city easement. Fuck you. Even if they pull up all the way to your house and they've made a mistake, they're at the wrong place, but then they see it and they turn around and go to leave, which this carload of young women were, that does not give you the right to open fire killing 20-year-old woman. If a parent tells their 16-year-old child, hey, would you do do dad a favor and run over there and get your brother and sister real quick, and that child makes the mistake of ringing the wrong doorbell, oh, God damn you! It does not allow you to open fire, you arbory-chasing motherfuckers! That is exactly what it was. He was never threatened, and he was never afraid. And if he was, and he was too senile and crazy, well, shame on the Republican Party for allowing that motherfucker to have a gun. I own more guns than the average person. But I've understood ever since I was a child the responsibility that comes with owning those weapons. And it's hard to find people that carry that same sense of responsibility anymore. Not a play toy, Kid Rock. You think it is, but that's because your sack ain't dropped yet. Papa apple orchard picking pussy. You never served. You know nothing about it, pussy boy. So stand down. Guns don't make you a man. Big tires on your fucking truck don't make you. Shaving your head bald so you look like a penis don't make you a man. Okay, excuse me. I'm out of line because to eat your own, I have my stupid. I'm driving a piece of shit Malibu 
I just like not having a car payment. I don't have a car payment. I love it. Mr. fucking Big Tires don't even have skid plates on his pickup truck. It's never been in so much in somebody's fucking backyard. Yet he's got three-foot-tall fucking tires on that truck because he thinks it makes him a big man. It don't. <coughs> Sorry, I don't know how I got off on that, but sounds to me like these two old fellows just could not wait for an excuse to pull the trigger on somebody, and that they did. Now, two beautiful souls are gone forever. They were cheated out of their lives. These old hateful fuckers, they got theirs. They knew they were on the back end of their life. Hey, before I leave this world, I want to kill somebody with my gun finally. I'd give that a 7 out of 10 chance. You bet. Seven. It's an 8 out of 10 chance. That's exactly what it was. They've had guns their whole life, and they could not wait to kill. And they found an excuse. Well, enjoy the rest of your lives in prison with that big bullseye on your backside. Because, uh, oh yeah, between dicks and shanks, your social calendar is going to be fucking full. All oh, the McCurtain County Sheriff and them other jack-offs here in Oklahoma. I gave this story the other day, and I can't believe that Oklahoma is just now getting all over the story. Where the fuck y'all been? You see, that's the problem with news organizations here in Oklahoma. They're usually about two or three days behind me. A lot of times, though, it's not the journalist's fault. Nah, it's the pussy editors that are running the stations. We talked about the McCurtain County thing the other day, but now the sheriff is coming out and he's playing this card. Sheriff's office posts a lengthy statement to Facebook saying that uh, the recordings were obtained illegally and may have been altered. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it sounds like the old Trump card, doesn't it? You've been watching too much TV, Sheriff. You trying to muddy up the waters the way your daddy Donnie would? Let's address the first thing he said there. Obtained illegally. No, it wasn't. That was a legal recording, motherfucker. Taken from a guy who's worked in broadcasting for going... 30 plus years, if you're in a public setting on the taxpayer dime, you can be videotaped, you can be fucking sound recorded any fucking way. They can do an oil painting of your ass and there ain't shit you can do about it, dummy. And don't you worry about sound editing. Let me tell you, there's audio forensics people out there. These fuckers are excellent. And I don't care how slick you think your software is. They'll find those di different octaves, yeah, and intakes and reverbs and all that shit. It's real easy to bleed stuff in digitally anymore, but still the audio, there is a difference. In addition to being illegally obtained, the audio does not match the transcription of that audio and is not precisely consistent with what has been put into print. Oh, fuck yeah! You're not going to write down all the racist and hateful and terroristic shit you said? No, why would you have the Minutes Girl do that? Stop playing the Trump card, dumbass. It only emphasizes your fucking guilt. And it only emphasizes how fucking dumb you truly are. And I throw that out there in general at anybody. Stop ducking responsibility. Stop trying to find fucking excuses. Pull your britches up. Shine your badge, go out there and say, we're just 
being loose cannons and I said idiotic stuff. It doesn't reflect my true sentiments at all. I was just being foolish. Could you go out there and make a statement like that, show everybody you're a man? (laughs) I forgot. No, you're not a man. You really feel that way, which makes you a goddamn terrorist. (laughs) Yeah, anti-democratic, anti-American fucking terrorist. All right. I can leave on that note. Let's move on. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap it up for the Stan the Joke Man show. I am Stan the Joke Man. It's the property of Joke Man Productions, LLC. Broadcasting from the Boys Room Studios here in Henrietta, America. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on iHeartRadio, Apple, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, YouTube, all over the fucking place. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, world, for tuning into this show. Would you please do me a favor? Share the show. Tell your friends and family about it. We've got to stand up for these fuckers. They've been riding real high for a long time on your back, taxpayer. These leaders come from your communities, and they need to be reminded who's really in charge. Shit-ass people like Mullen don't think so. What do you bring for that salary? What do I bring? Yeah, what, do you, what, do you, what job have you committed, or have you, have you uh, uh, started? What job have you created? One job, other than sucking the paycheck... Out of some other body, somebody else that you want to say that you're trying to provide because you're forcing them to pay dues. And no, then, we don't force. Well, Senator, you've asked the you're question. You're out of line. Let man. Actually, the I question. have it. And no, don't tell me I'm out. You of are out of line. Don't tell me I'm out of line. You are out of line, shit ass. You never been right in line, dummy. It's important that we remind them who the fucking boss is. Yeah, that'd be you and me, folks. I'm going to be back on Friday. Until then, you burn your shit solid. Ride your shit high. Get out there and enjoy this beautiful weather. I'll see you then. Bye, Kadios, me amigos. Bye.